Welcome to our latest edition of the Prosperity Builders broadcast. We're so excited to uh, have you join us, and I'm really excited to have my friend and, uh, and community leader, Cindy Mondello, join us. So thanks for being here, Cindy. You're welcome. Yeah, Thank you for asking. I'm excited. So Cindy has um, been a, a part of my life for, how long has it been? 25 mm -hmm. years? Probably 2000 is yeah. when we met. Yeah. So um, we were um, uh, pleased to meet at church, and mm -hmm. we've had a lot of connections over the years. We know a lot of the same people, but um, we were so proud to be part of, I guess, a, a group that helped Cindy as she began to launch uh, Restoration Place. And so we're going to spend some time tonight talking a little bit about Restoration Place and all that that has mm -hmm. grown into over the mm -hmm. years. So I'm super excited yeah. about that. So let's just kind of go back to that time period and tell us a little bit about uh, why Restoration Place and how did that get mm -hmm. started? Well, I kind of um, giggled whenever you first reached out to me because mm. you kept saying like RPM. I know. And I was like, it's not RPM anymore. <laughs> so we started as Restoration Place Ministries. That's still our um, right. our legal name. But in 2014, we switched over to um, doing business as Restoration Place Counseling um, because people would say to me like, well, how long do the women stay there? And right. say like an hour. Right. And then they an can hour. go. Right. You know, they, they come for an hour of therapy and then they can leave. Um, but yeah, so it started, I started it, was that your question about mm -hmm. starting it? Okay. Um, I started in 2005. It really grew out of my own story. Mm. Um, in 1996, the Lord delivered me from alcohol addiction. I also had struggled for probably 15 years with a pretty severe eating disorder. Right. Um, and so as he brought me through that initial phase of just um, healing from those dysfunctional behaviors. Right. At the same time, like I realized I was still just a hot mess as far as my thought life and right. my heart and just, you know, dealing with choices I had made in my life and um, started working with a Christian counselor mm -hmm. here in Greensboro. The Lord moved me from Louisiana where I was yeah. born and raised. Um, go Tigers? Yes. Come go, on. go Saints. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Got to give a plug for the Saints. <laughs> no. So, um, so yeah, so I mean, it was, he made me here. And so that was kind of the beginning. And I started working with this Christian counselor and I really started begin seeing like those fragmented parts of my life, like somewhat literally feeling like it was just coming right. back together into a place of wholeness and decided that's what I wanted to do. I had been, my first career was in elementary education. I moved right. here to do, um, publishing in the elementary right. education world and um yeah so decided so back to school you went back to school i went to right. gordon conwell in yeah. charlotte right. and you know i always say it just so happens but i feel like it's god just you know yeah it wasn't just a coincidence uh, my sister was living in charlotte right i would go you know the campus was south charlotte and um go stay with her on the weekend it was set up that campus is set up for like the adult learner so right. somebody who feels called to go into ministry, um, but is already in some sort of job, you sure. know, whether it's a full-time ministry job or like me, I was working at a publishing company. Oops, I probably just hit that, sorry. That's all right. Okay, <laughs> I get a little like <laughs> the Italian right. in me. Um, so yeah, so I'd go down on the weekend to have class, stay with my sister, come back, work my full-time job, and did that for a couple of years um, that way, and then quit full-time and yeah. um, 
decided to do school from time and finish so you, this gig. So you yeah. went to like, uh, I want to go back to school. Uh -huh. I want to go get my advanced degree uh, and I want to become a counselor, mm -hmm. a Christian counselor mm -hmm. specifically. So there's quite a leap from I'm going to be a counselor to I'm going to found a ministry. <laughs> Now, I remember the days when you were meeting in a small little closet, uh -huh. right, uh, <laughs> yeah. an annex like uh -huh. that big. Uh -huh. And so it, I think it really began to evolve mm -hmm. to you to a place where, and we won't get quite to where we are today because that's yeah. important to talk about. Yeah. But so talk to me about the evolution. Yeah. Well, I was still meeting with that counselor, um, my own, you know, my Christian counselor and um, just started, um, yeah, like recognizing wanting to meet with with women recognizing that cost was real prohibitive mm -hmm. to people getting the help that they need right. um and it yeah it really just when i think back to the steps that happened like i could not have coordinated right. that myself right. um it's interesting because one of our mutual friends Stephen job had told me so i was quitting my full-time job i was going back to school um full-time i was already back in school and um we were, you know, it's like, how was I going to fund myself mm -hmm. during this time? And Stephen said, oh, well, so-and-so, like, raised support while he went to seminary elsewhere. And then my counselor had brought this to my attention of this yeah. other organization ministry that would provide kind of a conduit for funding yeah. for right. people to um, to give support. And I was like, you know, people are going to they'll give me money to go to Uganda to help at the orphanage. Right. They're not going to give me money to go to seminary and pay my mortgage. Right. Um, but it, that's just the way it happened. And the Lord provided for those two years. I, I mean, down to the penny, I could tell you stories. I'm <laughs> just like exactly what I would need when I would need it. Um, and so I already had this base of supporters yeah. that had been, had seen this in me um, through Bible studies I'd led and mentoring I had done. And, um, and really saw like, oh, this this is something that God's calling her to. Um, I, I didn't intend to raise money beyond those two years. Right. <laughs> 17 right. years later, yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about your fundraising because yeah. it's some amazing yeah. stories that, that go yeah. along with that. Uh, so I love the transition from I want to become a counselor mm -hmm. to beginning to the Lord birthing some new yeah. things in you. And you talked specifically about the niche that you were mm -hmm. passionate about, and that was folks that can't afford counseling mm -hmm. uh, because it can be cost prohibitive. Mm -hmm. If you don't have insurance, right. um, it can be expensive. Or a so real high paying job. Or a high paying <laughs> job, right. So talk yeah. to me about kind of how that piece has pl begun to play out um, in your ministry because really as it began to expand, there was an underserved mm -hmm. niche of women who needed right. Uh, counseling but mm -hmm. couldn't afford it right yeah. right you know anecdotally I, I knew that I would ask you know because I loved counseling so much as a client I mm -hmm. would tell probably all of our friends at the time right. um, you know what did you get counseling have you thought about counseling you right. know in so many times like women at work like every you know and they would say I would but I can't afford it I just can't right. afford it just you know and so I knew that that was an issue. Um, I also, during my internship, saw a lot of college students who um, were coming and just paying like $20 because, I mean, I was an intern at the time. I wasn't licensed yet. And um, as I got closer to licensure, they were very worried about the price going up because mm -hmm. they could come from college. They, they wanted a counselor who was going to operate from a biblical worldview um, on campus. They weren't going to receive that. Um, and, but they could pay $20 a session without right. having to call mom and dad and say, hey, I'm going to counseling, right. like, can you help me pay this? And so it was something they were able to do. And it was just those types of things that made me 
think like, well, I wonder how I could do it where I wouldn't have to charge people very much, right. and, but still be able to like put a roof over my own head yes. and just this, you know, continuation of this fundraising, yeah, not fundraising, but support raising, support raising. from people around me, from my close my right. community. Um, and so I um, forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> that's what <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's what happens when we record at the end of a long day, right? So right, we get a yeah, little break so, time. So your question was um, getting into that niche. Yeah, and then mm -hmm. so anecdotally I knew that, that that was a need. And then I started to see these reports coming out of it being documented both locally in Guilford County as well as, you know, across the nation. Right that counseling that cost is one of the main barriers for people getting the help that they need. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So fast forward, we're going to fast forward a few years okay. to, um, not to where we are today, but um, as that began to evolve, right, mm -hmm. more space is needed, the demand begins mm -hmm. to increase, right, mm -hmm. maybe even beyond the capacity of what you can mm -hmm. meet with people. So now it's like, mm -hmm. what do I do? Yeah. Do I grow? what's that begin to look like? So kind of take yeah. us to that phase of where you Yeah, evolved. well, so for the first five years, I was the only provider, uh, you know, and then we had a board of directors. Um, and so, yeah, it got to the point where I just, I couldn't really take on any more clients myself because I just didn't have space to, you know, to work with them. Um, and I remember at a board meeting, and I remember the board member who said it, it was, she was kind of like, okay, what are we going to do here? Like, are we mm -hmm. going to, if it's just going to be you for the rest of the days of Restoration Place, like um, garage sales and car wash ticket fundraisers are, sure. are plenty to cover the cost. Sure. You know, but there had been conversation about, like, we see this as a bigger place with multiple counselors with different, you know, strengths and different, you know, demographics that they wanted to serve. and. Um, so was that board responsible or helpful in vision casting with you? Because were you there yet? Like, I, I see this being big and doing these things, or was that part of it? I don't think I was there. Okay. I think I dreamed it. Right. Um, I think initially I dreamed it because I was at in seminary at school in the counseling program with several other close friends that were also pursuing. Sure. And I was like, oh, that'd be so cool if we could mm -hmm. all be in a place together. Yeah. So, like, I had that, but I didn't, like, I just had no clue what a business model would look like. Yeah. Um, for this type of business. Probably hadn't been fully fleshed out back when you were doing that. That wasn't no. like, oh, there's a handbook to go all, do this. Right? All I knew was, right. okay, are we gonna try to like hire somebody else? And if so, we need to have more funding. So 2009, mm. for 2000, you know, the, the birthing of our big fashion show fundraiser started yeah. in 2009, yeah. happened in 2010, and I hired um, two counselors like yeah. three months later in 2010. And Fun. So uh, that'll be a great segue mm -hmm. to uh, the fashion show. Mm -hmm. So it, it has evolved into mm -hmm. one of like the big events that mm -hmm. people love to go to every year. I mm -hmm. mean, held at the country club, mm -hmm. everyone's dressed to the mm -hmm. nines, evolved into, you know, a, um, a silent auction. Mm -hmm. And so let's just talk about how it went from, you know, 2009, 2010, like mm -hmm. maybe I want to hire a counselor or two to what it's turned into today. So tell yeah. us a little bit about the fashion show, okay. what that is. Well, um, so we created this event. Um, it, the idea came from a friend of mine who was involved in a fashion show for breast cancer survivors. She was a breast cancer survivor, mm -hmm. lives in Little Rock, Little Rock, Arkansas. So the idea came from that. I kind of started thinking like, oh, like 
how do we push back against the culture that says that women need to be a certain size or mm -hmm. a certain shape and all of that and like how do we how could we do this in a way that would celebrate like the beauty of yeah. all women so that's really where we were going with it um, we had you know a team that kind of started conceptualizing it again I had no idea right. where it was headed but you know came up with this name restoration runway and then my friend who was like leading the the processing kind of meeting said well, you need a you need a theme like that's the name of the event you need a theme and I still say it's her fault that every year <laughs> I have to come up with a new theme with new creative and new ties to yeah. the mission and all of that stuff but it's been really fun too that's what has excited the community though i think is yeah. that it's not it's just different. the same yeah. thing every year yeah. the the runway yeah. is the is, yeah. a, is a theme but uh yeah. what's been is uh, what is going to look like this yeah. year what's the theme going to be yeah. and what's the surprise and so yeah. there's a lot that goes into that and you know like a couple of times i think you transformed into elvis and i think <laughs> <laughs> There's video out there somewhere, and I'm sure Jamie will find it if you can. I've got it, Jamie. I've got it. Um, but yeah, just it kind of evolved into this. You know, we went from these like um, just making sure that the models were across the range as far as age and you know stage of life, size, yeah. um, and involving. Skin tones, I love that, that you said, "Let me bring in um, business owners, yeah, and let me partner with them to provide fashion, right, and yeah, how so local, that local, was so cool, yeah, that local, local retailers, yeah. um, and then yeah, like you said, we added a silent auction a couple of years later, and then I love song and dance, and so probably by about 2014 we were adding all of that, cool, yeah. and um, added men to the show in 2015." Mm -hmm. Um, the theme was redefined, and so I said, "I redefined the show by bringing men into the show." Um, although it was still a ladies' event, you know? um, and then we did it for the first ten years at the Country Club. Yeah. Um, we they were about to start renovations, and things were just right. kind of, you know, there was just no way that they could say for sure. We had really grown into the entire Country Club, like right. we took over for this yeah. event. How many um, people? Were you able probably that live probably the last year of the club we were knocking on the door of like 600 probably if the fire marshal would have shown up we would have been in big time trouble packed in, packed in. yeah packed yeah. in like sardines and yeah. then we were moving 2020 it was a new vision right. we were moving to a new venue the carolina theater it was um i can't remember the date it was scheduled yeah. for but it was exactly a week before the show was supposed to happen that um yeah that COVID, that they started shutting things down. Right. And I had to say, okay, we're gonna postpone it. Felt for sure by September we would have it. So the last two years um, were especially difficult and trying because mm -hmm. of doing it under the umbrella, you know, with COVID kind of sure. hanging over us. But I mean, I know I'm not the only person that experienced yeah. that yeah. stress. I'm sure that um, um, from a nonprofit perspective, yeah. that this is a big part of your budget. Yeah, you know, I mean, we kept, we made our budget though. That was what was so phenomenal about both years. This past year we had it in 2021. So it moved to September, yeah. the event, you know, got postponed to September. And then I thought, well, let me just do something new. Let me just keep it in the fall. And um, in 2021, um, we were in person, but it was a much smaller right. event. People were just still not comfortable going out into, yeah. into crowds and So here we like are, that. 2022, and things yes. began to evolve. Things have relaxed a bit. Mm -hmm. So um, you've got an exciting um, new um, kind of venture coming up. So tell us a little bit about your, your upcoming event. Well, um, so 12 years of Restoration Runway um, 
It's a lot, a lot of work. It's mm. wonderful, but it's a lot of work. I don't think people really like realize. And so I started thinking, what if I just did a gala and like brought in like a keynote speaker? You know, not, I know it's not the most exciting sure. thing, but it's it works. It works for a lot of nonprofits. Yeah. And like I also have to think about like my time and being able to, if it's taking me completely away from everything else. Um, I just yeah, I needed a break. The board said okay three connections that if you want me to go into all the details, I will, but I won't if you don't want me to, because <laughs> it is pretty cool. If somebody knew somebody that worked with Mandisa's um, group, I have been a big fan of Mandisa. Um, I wasn't an American Idol fan, so I don't, like I didn't see her there, right. but as soon as she hit the Christian uh, music world, just really fell in love with her stuff. And interestingly, we had tried to bring her in for a show like back in 2016. Um, and I was working with a couple of different people in the community and we couldn't get any, we just couldn't get a response from her people. We right. couldn't get any traction. And as it turns out, my friend who's in the industry, um, she said, she's just not doing well. Like she's really struggling. Wow. And she was in a very dark place, had lost her friend to breast cancer after she had really believed that God wow. was gonna heal this friend. And um, she, you know, she came out of that time, but now she's being very transparent and very vulnerable about her story. Yeah. And I love the fact that she is a very prominent, well-known woman in the Christian community, right. um, a star. I mean, she's won a Grammy. She is. She's won a Grammy. That's right. And she's willing to say, like, mental health matters. And yes. so I had heard she had a podcast, like, I guess last summer. Hmm. Um, heard an advertisement for it so I tuned in and started listening to it and it's her and a therapist out of Nashville just talking about mental health and just the realness of the need right. for counseling and um, she just had a book drop that I, I didn't know was going to happen when I booked her um, but it's called Out of the Dark um, and it's it's her story. So when is the event? The event is Friday night, September twenty third, and so. it won't be it won't be like if you've ever been to a Mandisa concert. It's not her whole entourage. Sure. It's she's coming. It's going to be um, different in the sense that she's it's going to be a lot of speaking and singing, a lot of her sharing her story, a lot of really focused on mental health That's and counseling great. and the importance of that, specifically in the Christian community, because I think we can get so. Um, a lot of people get bogged down in, well, I just, if I just have enough faith or if I just pray right. enough, like, you know, they don't really understand that mental health is actually like a physical piece of sure. our bodies yeah. that breaks, just yeah. like our heart health or our kidney health or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm really excited to That's so to bring great. Now, how would people connect and find out about more information on how to attend an event like that? Well, they can go to our website, which is rpcounseling.org. Um, there's information there. I've got a face, Facebook event set up where they can get more information. Um, it is also, we're hosting it at the Carolina Theater, so they can nice. go to the Carolina Theater's website, um, and it's already listed. And tickets, tickets went on sale um, April 1st, so tickets are already on sale. We Love have a couple of, couple of different levels. One level comes with like a reception with food and all nice. that stuff, and then a couple others are just that's great. Just, you know, for the show part. So. so tell me what's next for Restoration Place Counseling. Oh, well, what needs to what be next is finding more counselors because, yeah. gosh, it's like the need is so need great. The need. the need is so great. We yeah. have so, and it's, you know, it's hard finding those. Um, first of all, I've read there's a shortage of counselors, which I believe, yeah. and then finding those counselors who really fit with our worldview and, and believe. Right what we believe as far as like bringing that piece of the Christian faith into it yeah. is, is really important um, to the healing, healing process. So 
find a more counselor. So mm. if anybody's listening that's a counselor, that's a counselor. knows a Christian right. counselor and that right. wants to come work at a really cool place. Yeah. Um, you guys have a great office. It's got yeah. one of the most delightful vibes and oh, thank you. Uh, you, you know, it reflects your personality and your taste. And yeah. um, I know uh, it's a very comfortable place for women to come yeah. and, and be. And so, so is this limited team. to women? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, yes, it is. There were years where we considered, like, should we create an arm for men? But I felt like our bandwidth is really just barely enough to do what we do for right. women. Um, if if somebody in the community wanted to start a restoration place counseling type of counseling agency for men i would give them all of my you've got a playbook all my i would give them my playbook <laughs> i love say, it right? do it do it yeah, yeah. well that's um, another need i mean yeah. uh, uh, financial constraints are not limited to women no lots of guys I who asks yeah. all the time yeah yeah, all sure. the time. Yeah. I bet you get asked about couples counseling too, don't you? We do. Yeah, I'm sure. We do. Well, sure. you know, that, that journey towards wholeness is so important because mm-hmm. in order for me to be a great mate to mm-hmm. my spouse, I need to be whole on the inside mm-hmm. and I need to be constantly pursuing my own wholeness so that mm-hmm. out of my overflow, I can be mm-hmm. a good friend, a good husband, a good mm-hmm. employer, mm-hmm. you know, all of those good things. And so um, I love that you are serving that niche and have mm-hmm. so wonderfully for all these years. Thank it's you. amazing how many years it's been right I know it's been a long time yeah and you and your wife are supporters one, yeah. of, one of the ways people support are through um, I don't know if I was supposed to say that sure. or not but I did want to. we have Mountain Movers Club right. so these are people that commit to like pledging either monthly or quarterly or annually okay. um, a certain amount and then they become part of the Mountain Movers Club and and you can find information on that on your website yes. right and yes. so give us that website again rpcounseling.org rpcounseling.org mm-hmm. well, counseling only has one L because people try to see yeah, yeah. Right. That, so. that would be a different kind of counselor yes <laughs> yeah well Cindy thanks for joining us oh thank um, you Scott it's been a pleasure yeah so, this was um, pretty easy it was very easy very relaxed one of the things that I think is uh, great about these interviews is uh, it's just a chance to chat and um, when we talk about having community leaders come in and speak to you this is an example of what that looks like it's somebody who's influencing and changing the community uh, and so we're just really pleased that Cindy was able to join us today. So thank you so much. So thank listen, you. tune in next time. We're going to have some great new guests coming up on the Prosperity Builders broadcast. Take care.